podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, episode 63. With me uh, for the transfer special this week is Ben. Are you there, Ben? How are you doing, lads? All right, mate. James, are you there? Hi, Tony. I'm here. And as usual for the transfer special, Fergie. Great to have you along. Are you there, mate? I am, Tony. Thank you so much for having me on, as usual. Not a problem. Yoki, you weren't on last week's episode as I were a little bit... Um, Pissed. Two sheets that win. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that was that was actually called episode sixty three, but it's been cancelled. This is the real episode sixty three. We don't usually pop in an international break for good reason, because I'm usually too pissed to do them. So yeah. So obviously this is a transfer special. We've got um, got the new transfers coming up on Friday, uh, heading into April. So be good to know all your guys' thoughts and plans going forward. Um, if you're after more Dream Team content this this late in the season, get yourselves across to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic and see what we have, we have to offer. Um, welcome along to our newest Patreon, Tim Flanagan. Um, better late than never, Tim. Uh, it's good to have you involved and uh, we appreciate your support, mate. Hopefully you enjoy all the content, all the extra content that you're getting now. Um, right, Fergie, obviously last week we, we did go through... Um, Mine, James's, and Ben's teams. We'll just have a quick look at your team before we we get cooking. Just see where you're at before the advice starts to roll. So you gonna have a run through it, mate. Yeah, this this is my like uh, um, feature team, which I've I've tracked through this season um, on the podcast. It's not having the the best season. That gets around six k at the moment. I've struggled with budget a little bit, um, but I've got uh, Mendy in goal, uh, Thiago Silva, and Rudiger. And I've got uh, Cancelo and Robertson. I did take out Trent because he was just just a cat. I know you know I know he's one of the best players in the game, but in this particular team, I just needed funds. I think I think this is the team I had Henderson in for a while. I was that mm. desperate for cash, so <laughs> I decided to try and spread the money um, a little bit. Uh, then got uh, Bernardo Silva, who's I think he's been a bit unlucky recently. He's um, he seems to thrive in the Champions League, don't he? He seems to do really yeah. well, and mm. he should have scored a, a, um, a goal or two in their last match. Uh, De Bruyne and and Sterling, and I brought in Kulazewski. I think I mentioned him last month, um, who seems to be ticking along really nicely at a really good price. So in this particular team, because my budget's not great, I've decided I'm just going to have to have an enabler. And he was, I think, when I bought him, he was two point. Three or two point four million, so he's you know he's enabled me to you know to, to beef up the whole team, um, and then Kane and Salah up front. So it's, it's a bit of a mixed team. Was it three Chelsea, two Liverpool, two Spurs, and four Man City? I, I kind of like to have a bit of a a bit of a mixture in my team uh, rather than blocks, because obviously blocks can can go either kind of one way or the other. There's no in between, yeah. is there? Um, but because of that, it's treading water a little bit. So I'm trying to be patient with it. But um, this this could be the month now, maybe where I decide to maybe just you know just kind of go one way or the other. And uh, you know, with Man City having so many matches, and you know they you know after last year when they obviously helped me massively in 
in winning it. I'm tempted to maybe just go that way, but it's really tough to take out players like, you know, Robertson and and Kane or whatever else because you know they're just they're just going to punish you. So that's my kind of state of play. My best team overall is roughly three uh, hundredth, which is doing okay. Um, still got three transfers left in that one actually, um, or two. Sorry, so that one's going okay. Um, that one's pretty heavy on on Man City already. Um, and so, yeah, that's my state of play. Not going to win it again this year. Um, but excited for the run-in. There's lots of fixtures yeah. in April, masses yeah. of fixtures in April. I think it could be a really big swinging month. Um, and you know, we've got decisions to make, all of us, haven't we, about whether to hold our nerve or go all in. And it could affect the whole season. So I'm sure we'll, we'll chat a bit about that in a bit, won't we? Yeah, it could be a good differential city. Yeah, um, a lot of teams heavy on heavy on Liverpool, aren't they? They are. Yeah, I looked at the top hundred earlier, just as a, and I was, I wouldn't say it was, well, I was, I was a bit surprised to see, um, you know, a massive lack of block City and and Chelsea as well. It seemed to be all, you know, all Liverpool, wasn't it? So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Liverpool have been a bit fortunate to keep as many clean sheets as they had, as they say, due to Allison's saves. He he just makes one save every game, doesn't he? Where he just <laughs> keeps the clean sheet. Yeah. Um but you know, yeah, well done to everyone who jumped on them early. You know, they've been absolutely absolutely incredible, haven't they? Four was it four of uh the four Liverpool defenders are in the top six overall defenders points scoring in the game. So they've been absolutely flying. Yeah. Just got to hope it turns. So people could start to make some ground on them box, but we'll see. We'll see. Right. Um, straight into the listener questions, and we've got plenty, as we always do on the transfer special. Um, so, first up, David87. Um, there's his team, 0.1 million in the bank, one transfer remaining. We assume Trent will be fine after the international break. What would you be doing with the final transfer? Cheers, lads. His team is, I've just run through for people listening on Spotify or on the Hub. Um, Mendy, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, Robertson, Rudiger, Mares, Mount, De Bruyne, Mane, Salah and Kane. Ben, first up, mate. Yeah, uh, great team. And obviously, with 0.1 in the bank, it's very tricky to 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 see what you can do. Um the obvious one, obviously, is Kane. He's only got five confirmed games at the moment to this month until the next transfers. But it's Kane, and Kane's on form at the minute. So I don't, I don't know. I won't take him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Mane in there. Mane's not been pulling up any trees lately. Yeah, so you could, you could uh, go to Havertz from Mane maybe. Or even I like the look of Madison for this month. I just think he's he's going to be nailed in that team. He's got star man potential. He's got seven star mans this year, seven assists, thirteen goals, and he's on free kicks. You know, he you seen him last the other week. He just pulled pulled one out, got one in the top corner. The other week he scored a free kick against Randers. The only yeah. thing though about the Leicester players, mm. it's, it's annoyed me a little bit because. Tipped them over the last few months, so when they got the fixtures, mm. but that conference league is not getting the ratings or anything on there. Yeah, that's a good point. 
If you don't score, basically, annoying. you don't get the, the rating. Yeah, you get nothing. Yeah. It's really frustrating that, like, yeah, unless unless you do assist or score, mm. there's nothing for you there, is there? Yeah. Even if you have a great game. He's on the same amount of points as Sterling. He's got more points than Foden as well. So, and obviously, I think Mount's on the same points as... I think he's on the same points. I've got it here. Four, oh, he's on, uh, six points behind Mount. So, Madison's getting the game, t- game time, you know what I mean? But, yeah. There's, there's, like, you could bring Jota in for extra game and then you have a triple, triple Liverpool front for Kane. But do you really want to, you know, take Kane out? It's a tricky one. All these, all these teams, you know, City, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Assuming they progress mm. in the Champions League, which Chelsea, you know, is is probably close. I think City, Liverpool are probably fine to go through, but they will all play um, every three or four days, not far till the end of the season now. So I think, yeah, it's balancing that. Yeah, you know, you say say Madison, say or, or, or you know, or whoever we're talking about. There's only a handful of players who I think will play every single game. There'll be a lot of players who will play once, you know, one in two, and it's identifying those, yep. those players, isn't it? Like you know, Kane is going to play every like ninety minutes every game for Spurs. Can you be sure that if you swap him for a a City mid or as you say, a, like Havertz or yeah. Mane, that they're actually going to play? You know, any you know. Any more than 120 minutes, and, and would you rather have Kane over 90 or have it over 120? I think, I think it's quite yeah. close, isn't it? It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Um, yeah, that's that's a that's, that's a tough one there. I think he's got the potential on a kid, right? When he when he plays, especially with the fixtures they've got, the fixtures are decent. Yeah. Villa, Brighton, Brentford, Leicester, and then is that Arsenal game? Have they not got the potential of six? Six fixtures. Yeah. So they do get that sixth one thrown in, which is looking likely, I think. I mean, it makes it such a tough, tough decision because we talk about 10 games for City, Liverpool, Chelsea. That's on the basis of them qualifying. Um, obviously, Liverpool got a, a nice draw against Benfica, but mm. City, Atletico, yeah, pretty fancy City there. Chelsea Real Madrid could be a bit of a banana skin for him. Yeah. I mean Kane in six games at ninety minutes versus I don't know, like you say, a Foden or a Mares or a Sterling. I think I think even if that even if that fixture drops in April, it would be to the back end of the month and looking maybe a bit earlier, it would be like a six for three, I suppose, yeah. is probably the way I would look at it. Rather than looking at the whole month, because you can always bring Kane back as well, right? So, right, yeah, uh, yeah, true. If the fixtures are confirmed, you can bring him back. But immediately over the first three weeks of the month, it's a six for three. But like I say, there's probably only maybe like, you know, if if Trent is fit, maybe Robertson, Van Dyke, Rudiger, De Bruyne. There's only a a handful. Maybe Laporte. There's only a handful of players who you know are going to play every one of those. Six. The rest is a bit of a lottery, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really tough. One. I never sit here on on this podcast and say take Harry Kane out. <laughs> no, no. I can't. I can't do it because 
he's he's got the capability of scoring four goals in a game. He's he he's that good, and and he's hitting form as well. He's playing really well. He is playing really well. Kulusevski mm. has been a great addition to that Spurs side. I just think, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do with that. I mean, I'm keeping thinking, keeping thinking. What do you reckon, James? <clears throat> What's up uh, on, on Kane or the team? The team. Uh, that's a tricky one. Isn't it? There's no major weak links in that side. Um, I do think Manny's output will drop now. Um, um, you'll note that Mast Firmino and uh, Jota were at, were out of the side um, f- through injury. They were playing Manny as a number nine, so his output went up. I suspect he'll revert back to what what he was doing before, unless. I suppose you could argue having uh, Luis Diaz waiting on the bench to come on might spur him on, but I suspect his output will drop. Um, so when I mean, I've written down Havertz here as a potential um, switch to, from Mane to Havertz, um, he could even do Mane to Diaz, but I, I don't think I would probably do that one. He has enough money to do Mount to Sterling if he feels that... Uh, that Man City have got, you know, are potentially better than Chelsea this month. But it's a close call, to be honest. Um, I think, David, I think you need to look at look at it and see which way you want to go um, and make make a choice as to how you're going to play the month of April. If, if you think City are going to have a better month than Chelsea, perhaps you do the Mount to Sterling move. Um, it's a close call. I mean... Yeah, a tricky one. And anyone else got any thoughts on that? You could just burn it. You could just burn it. I yeah, I I, I agree. It's, it it smacks as one of those, um, you know, it 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 smacks as one of those moves that if you take out Kane, it's almost you know if Kane does go and bang a couple of goals in, yeah, it's one of those like. I play the game sometimes quite emotionally and, and how I feel if something happened. And if I take a player out and then they bang, well, I know I take them out ahead of a good fixture. That hurts more than yeah. not putting someone in for me personally. Yeah. Um, and when I'm completely and utterly on the fence like this, I tend to leave it run out because it's 50-50 and then mm. bang, you know, bank the, tra- you know, I know in a specific instance, he's not banking a transfer, he's burning it. But I don't think there's enough really to make a change there. Um, yeah. I'd be tempted to burn as much as I hate to say it. Yeah. Um, or or make some kind of you know if there's you know if you've got like a cheap player who you want to bring in who you've got your eye on, you could make that move like sideways move just to release funds to give you more money to go ahead into April with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I'd be careful. Because <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Definitely. Right. And after that little palaver, um, sorry for any language you might have heard. <laughs> um, Paulie has been on. Who are the best 11 players, money, no object for April and the remainder of the season? James. Fire as 11 players, mate. Best 11 for the. I don't know. I, it's all, it's going to sound all very template, I think, if I'm it honest. Is. But. Um, uh, I've got Allison in goal. I've got <laughs> Trent, Cancelo, Robbo, and James 
at the back. In midfield, I've got Mares, KDB, Sterling, and up front, I've gone for Salah, Jota, and Kane, which is slightly controversial given the Spurs' lack of fixtures. But mm. uh, like we said earlier in the pod, he is on fire at the moment. Um, and I don't think there's a huge amount of potential cha- uh, options up front, to be honest. Um, but I'm sure some of the other lads might have some different teams. Fergie? Yeah, I think I think the only thing I would I would add is I I would probably go for four city midfielders I think to kind of overcome that rotation because you know City score a lot of goals mm-hmm. all the Liverpool forwards apart from Diaz are all clusters forwards whereas all the well not all but all the playing City forwards apart from like Jesus are clusters midfielders so I think. I would probably go for a, a four, you know, a four midfield block of city mids, um, and then go potentially a, you know, a, a just Salah and a another up front it could be one of Havertz, could be Mane, could be Kane, um, but I think that's the only real change I, I would do. I think it, I think it works well because you're guaranteed, not you know, not not guaranteed points or goals, every, you know every game but you you know you're guaranteed starts every game I, I think the only banana skin we've got this month it's obviously Man City play Liverpool twice don't they um, yeah and yeah. you would you know it's, it's, it's really tough to predict clean sheets in those one but you, you, you know I think these two teams will always score goals so by maximising the attackers in those teams I think that's the way to go yeah Ben yeah, um, I've got Van Dijk instead of Robbo in my back line. And in midfield, I've got Maris, Kevin De Bruyne, and I'm banging the drum for Madison. Um, fourth highest scoring midfielder in the game as well. Um, I just think he's going to get a lot of game time over these um, fixtures coming up. He's very very dangerous and uh, the star man loves him in this game, so... I just have a feeling he's going to play a lot of football. And uh, up front, Salah, Jota, and then I've got Kane slash Havertz. But i probably say <laughs> Kane still because of the fi- he's still got good fixtures. So I could see him scoring in every every week. So if he gets eight points a week, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm. If you could add those, as I say, along with maybe De Bruyne, Sterling, Mares, and Foden. Mm. There's a lot of goals in there, in there this month. I think. Yeah. You've got all like the, all idea, the best man. attackers from, mm. you know, uh, from all the best teams. You could even do well, depending on how you feel about it. But because I think all the I think Chelsea, City, and Liverpool this month have all got some quite tough fixtures as well, as well as really good ones. So you could even mm. do like a three-four-three, um, and, and you know, yeah. if, if you think there's going to be more goals and clean sheets, maybe. But it's so tough. It's mm-hmm. Because the template is so, you know, there's a pool of what, sixteen players really, and it's any one of those sixteen. It's so hard to make ground, isn't it? Yeah, I'm staying loyal to the Chelsea train here. I think what you say about Liverpool and City playing each other twice that could play to the advantage of yeah. people with the Chelsea players. Yeah. Um. Obviously, depending on how them games go, they could be four or four. 
Right, it could be plenty of scorers there, or they could be the other way around and go nil nil, nil nil, and uh, and feed the blocks. But I I think for me, uh, Mendy, Rudiger, James, Trent, Cancelo, and then I went with three City midfielders. I didn't quite go the four, but yeah. I, I, I like the idea because I threw Mount in there as well. Uh, KDB, Ford, and Mares uh, with Mount. And then I did the exact same up top. Salah, and I had Havertz slash Kane, depending on if you're brave enough. Um, Havertz is a decent punt. I can see him getting plenty of points, but can you take Kane out of your team? Or do you drop, say, a Cancelo out or a Trent out and go with Havertz and Kane? That's always an option. But yeah, money no object. There's your teams. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just a shame that Chelsea, City and Liverpool have got all the fixture volume as well as the best players because it's very yeah. difficult to look outside them. You're, you're forcing yourself to look outside, aren't you, rather than, yeah. you know, because yeah. um, even, even Leicester have got PSV, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's a tough tie for them, isn't it? It's, you know, yeah. They could definitely have had an easier game, you know, you know an easier, easier tie, couldn't they, I think? Mm. Yeah. Well, Next one, Paul and Porker. If Haaland goes to City, do you think this will help or hinder Phil Foden's progression? Good question. Um, James, what do you reckon, mate? Well, I think they could uh, they could link up well. Um, I think Haaland will, will get goals at City if he goes there, and I think Foden Foden has a an eye for an assist. So I think I think that could be quite a nice partnership uh, potentially. Of course, um. Foden's got a lot of uh, uh, play- players that can play in his position, so perhaps someone else will link up better than he will. But uh, uh, I, he, surely he's going to get more and more games. You would think uh, the older he gets, the more experienced he gets. I think it could be a good thing rather than a, rather than a detriment to him. I think they probably could do with a focal point to the attack at City. Do, do you think though that they're becoming a bit stacked on that left hand side? Do you think? Like maybe a Sterling's got to move on, or or something like that. Or maybe Bernardo Silva. Do you think? Do you think they're going to trim a little bit if they do get Haaland? Maybe. Um, I wouldn't see Bernardo Silva going after the form that he's been in mm-hmm. this year, and Pep seems to love him, doesn't he? Um, I, I wouldn't. There's been rumours about Sterling going, but and well, there was, and now now now, now you hear rumours about him get signing a new contract. Yeah. So. Who knows? Um, he likes to stack up with plenty of decent players, doesn't he? It gives him the opportunity to rotate and go for, for you know, strong on, in four separate competitions every year. Well, there's a bit of rotation, does Pep, doesn't he? Yeah. Can he keep them all happy, though? Oh, that's, the, that's true. We reckon Fergie? <clears throat> I think he keeps them happy... Um, if they, you know, if they win, if if they win the league and win the Champions League, there's there's no argument, is there? I think I think the issue they've had so far, they've, you know, the Champions League has has eluded them, haven't they? I, I can, mm. I, I still can't uh, forgive him for uh, dropping uh, Rodri from the final last year and playing Gundogan in there for the first time that season. I mean, flipping, I talk about talk about overplaying it and trying to be, a, you know, a bit too clever. But in, t- in terms of you know, Haaland. Um, on Foden, I think I think it'll only help him, right? You, you, you know, they'll they'll just they'll just rework a formation. They'll they'll build the team around Haaland scoring lots of goals, and that you know, and that will you know, 
only helped Foden. Foden's not not a you know, he's not a number nine, is he? You know, he's a kind no. of he's a playmaker. He can play on the left. So you know, if anything, I think I think it'll help him. Um, and City will just be just just unstoppable if they can you know <laughs> st- stop these odd silly defensive mistakes they play. But yeah, you know, you, you know, if you want to just just playing with world class players will only make you a better player, won't it? Um, they'll just suit the formation for him. Yeah, um, yeah, totally agree. More quality players, the better. The Harlem Globe Trotters will be, won't they? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it'd be good for Foden. Um, he gets rotated anyway at the moment, so I don't think it'll make any difference. He's been playing quite a lot lately, though, Foden. Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, very good player, Ireland. Uh, they've done well, City, haven't they, without a number nine this season? He obviously missing out on Kane um, in transfer window earlier in the year. But it's not it's not held them back, really, but just shows what they might have done if Kane was in the side of if they got Haaland this year. It's scary, really. Um, right, Connor. Connor's been on. How do we tackle these Liverpool blocks? Is it a case of can't beat them, join them? What do you reckon, Fergie? I think it's a case of, of where you are in your leagues and stuff. In terms of like, you know, things like overall rank, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming most, most listening are, are targeting mini leagues. Yeah. And if you're, if you're in front or, you know, if you're, if you're right up there and just want to maintain for a while, I think I think I'd join him, and I don't mean you know go go for a full block, but potentially get you know get a couple, and maybe go for a semi block or something along those lines. Um, but if you're chasing, if you're fifty points behind or hundred points behind where you want to be, um, I think you probably have to look elsewhere to be honest, because I think that there is enough in Chelsea and Man City to you know to actually match them. You need a bit of luck, right? You need Liverpool. To concede in a few games, and you need City and Chelsea to keep, you know, to keep being cheats in a few games. But this, this is where we are at the stage of the season. You know, there's there's not long left now, is there? And um, yeah, I think I think I think it depends where you are. Would be my answer. Is 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 how I would do it. Um, I think I think just just for example, in my team that's going well, I think I've got one or two in, so I'll I'll just leave that one because I'm quite I'm quite happy with that one just plodding along. And I'll look for other opportunities to, you know, to make a difference. Whereas my team, my feature team in this, which is not doing very well, I might go for a City and Chelsea yeah. defense, for example. Um, I think that's how I'll play it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't think you have to join them unless, like, you you're uh, defending a mini league or something. Yeah. But if I think Connor's going for rank, so. Uh, I'd be looking at Chelsea or uh, Man City defenders. Um, I went on the ffstuff.co.uk website and um, I looked at the top 1k ownership for defenders and Chelsea have got 67.5% owned in the top 1k. So, like, if you have two Chelsea defenders, that's better than anyone. Like, the average is one. And um, Man City... Surprisingly, is is one one hundred twenty three point five percent. So that's nearly 
two defenders, well, I suppose two defenders will still be better than that. Yeah. And uh, Liverpool was uh, <laughs> 255.3%. So you like, you need three defenders. To make any ground whatsoever. Yeah, to make any ground. So, yeah, but I, I definitely think uh, you could probably sit on Liverpool, uh, sorry, sit on City and uh, Chelsea to try and gain some ground. Yeah. Yeah, James. Well, I've been I've been pondering this very question myself over the international break. Um, I I looked at the, some of the moves that I'd made over the last month, and you know I was taking out Rudiger. To, oh, sorry, I was bringing in Rudiger for uh, for Robertson. You know, and, th- and making moves like that, and it started off started off quite well, um, but. Uh, it was a disaster, really, because um, Robbo went through the roof and has done am- amazingly in the last month or so. So you can you can say you you, know, you won't gain any ground, but you can lose ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. And I, I'm I'm still I'm still in the top fifty, but I, w- I, w- I made some I sort of went on the Chelsea train to try and gain rank, but it, it didn't it didn't work in my favour because <clears throat> yes, the you know Liverpool's highly owned, but if you don't have them, it, it, it has the opposite effect. So it's not quite black and white. It's but, what we need to do is you put your Chelsea and City defenders in and then you just you cheer on every team that faces Liverpool and just hope <laughs> that this run... Of, of, it's not just good fortune because Liverpool are a very good side and obviously yeah. they've got very talented players, but there's been a lot of cases where you think, how the fuck has that not gone in? <laughs> how are you just watching it thinking, Jesus yeah. Christ. But... I would say in Liverpool's defence that, um, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> that uh, it, sometimes it looks like they're being more battered than they are because they play such a high line, but they're very, very good at playing that high line. So the linesmen have been instructed not to lift their flags. So it looks like we're being overrun. And then it turns out it was offside. But when you're watching the game, it can feel like, oh my God, they've got in again. Um, until you sort of almost train yourself to say, well, no, the, the, the linesmen have been told to keep their flags down and it's probably offside. And, we, and it is in a lot of cases. Um, but yeah, the, there has been a few opportun- few situations where we've been a tad fortunate, I, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it just seems that Liverpool have uh, seemed to get away with them and, and Chelsea and City have maybe uh, succumbed to that, that little bit of uh, fortune. But... I've got exactly what uh, Fergie said. Are you winning your mini leagues? If so, stay with Liverpool or go with Liverpool and, and defend. And if you need to catch up, City and Chelsea, they're, they're there. Like Ben's just ran through the, est- uh, the estimated ownership of the defence. It's there to be had. Um, if City or Chelsea go on a, a decent little run of three or four clean sheets through, through this first part of April, there could be some big ground to make up there, especially if Liverpool... Concede a few. I think uh, as well, you know, it's it. Um, I th- you know, the next question I think, which is coming up, is is a really good kind of um, intro into you know, into this point as well. But all the all the games for the first week or two are very much of a muchness in terms of there's no real standout ones. Mm. So I, pr- you can probably get away with just just, just you know just leaving it yeah, for just a week totally. or two. 
mm. getting a lot more information. There could be a massive injury, right? Who who knows with Trent, right? So so with Trent, we we assume he's going to be back soon, but we haven't heard he is definitely. He could be out for another another week or two, for example. And, yeah. and you know, Reese James, we don't know with Reese James. What if I don't know Allison injures himself, or you know, or someone mm. gets a Champions League ban, like transfers in hand over short term points is. Is mass and and especially when you're making sideways moves, as you know, as, as James just alluded to, kind of Robertson to Rudiger made a lot of sense, but Robertson had a lot of games, a lot of good games, you know, and and he kept on scoring points. Whereas that transfer in hand now, regardless of whether Rudiger outscored him in points, that transfer in hand would probably be a, a lot more valuable than any points that Rudiger would have got over Robertson, regardless. So, um. So I've just probably ruined the next question, but let's jump into it. Andy Barnett. <laughs> I'm thinking regardless who, who we have in our teams, as long as they are fit, we should have touched our transfers for the next two game weeks. Even if our players are on the bench, then we have a clear view of how many games teams will have left and know when rescheduled fixtures should land. We'll also know who's in or out of Europe. We have ten, 10 transfers left for the season and these will be vital. Do you guys agree? If not, who do you think would be the, uh, what do you think would be the best strategy with our remaining transfer budget? Um, yeah, obviously some good points there, Fergie, because a lot can happen, especially early in this month. There's not there's nothing really that jumps out at you where we want to attack somewhere, um, unless obviously um, you're having to make up quite a bit of ground and you're having to jump and go a little bit left field and, and go to the city and Chelsea. Uh, sooner than what you might want to if you're moving away from Liverpool. Um, but you know, if you're moving away from Liverpool, Liverpool are home to Watford, away to Benfica. Yeah. They're two spanking fixtures. You just you're just doing it for doing its sake, you know. Yeah. So we we talked about earlier maybe taking out. I, I can't remember the exact one. Maybe Mane for Havertz. You're taking mm. Mane out ahead of Watford or Benfica. <laughs> I, I just I just leave it like they're It's all such a toss up. In this yeah. first week, City have got Burnley and Atletico. Chelsea have got Brentford and Real Madrid. It's so even. To me, it's not worth making a transfer until you see a, a real opportunity. It's worth saving them back. There's still, you know, what is there? After, after this week now, there's still one, two, three, like seven weeks left. There will be opportunities to get big, you know, a big advantage over your rivals still, I think, moving forward. <clears throat> It's very much where you're at. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone's in such different situations in a mini league. Yeah. Say you could be hundred points behind, you could be eighty points behind. You, you feel in desperate. You need to, and someone sat there yeah. top with a Liverpool block, and you've got a Liverpool block. What do you do? Because he's not going to change. Because as we as we advise, exactly. you sat there on top. You just defend and you keep that Liverpool block because that's a sensible thing to do. So, do you, you throw caution to the wind and, and make these transfers that, like you say, they, they are nothing transfers. They sideways moves, but sometimes if you try, if you're just if you're not trying to hold your rank or or you're not playing, you're just trying to attack a mini league. I think sometimes you're gonna just go a little bit gung ho. Well, um, but again, that can hurt heavily as James is. As I'd be doing the Robo to Rudiger, you know, it can hurt. Like you say, you can lose rank rather than gain. 
it's just whether you're willing to accept that that is that is on the, on the table. I think if you're chasing, you've got you know if you if you if you're 100, 150 points behind, I would say to go for it. I don't. I wouldn't yeah. take out Liverpool players actively yet. I'd leave them a week or two, but I wouldn't be bringing them in if I was chasing. I'd just go somewhere else. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I wouldn't be taking out out Robinson and Van Dyke, right? Because obviously that would be that would be suicide. Yeah. Um, but maybe but maybe, maybe dropping that. a midfielder out, maybe putting, I don't know, an extra city defender, uh, city defender in, or an extra Chelsea defender yeah. to make a little bit of a mini block alongside exactly. maybe a Trentner Rob or a Trentner Allison. Yeah. And then and then if Liverpool, for, you know, just for example, I don't ex- you know expect them to, but they do have Benfica, Man City, Benfica, Man City, and and, and all four of those games actually will have a big big out- outcome on yeah. on Liverpool's. Season right, so it's Champions yeah. League, Premier League, and FA Cup. Mm. Yeah, massive. Um, as you know, as Andy says, after that, we'll have a very, very clear picture of what the rest of the season looks like. Um, whether the Premier League will go to the wire, whether Liverpool are going to the semi-finals of Champions, whether Liverpool are going to be playing an FA Cup final. I think all these yeah. are big, big, you know, big, big things. And if they don't, and you've moved Liverpool in, and they get knocked out of two out of the three, for example. You know, you're then screwed because at some point you have to take it yeah. all out again, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. Risky, risky. What do you reckon, James? Well, it's, it's worth noting that this this month, I'm, I think someone mentioned it's a long month. It is a very long month with it is. five it is long week, month. five weekends um, before you get the final set of transfers in May. So, I think it's perfect. I think Andy's strategy is perfectly valid. Um, Agreed. Especially if you're ha- if you're relatively happy with your team, um, I think that's a totally valid valid approach. When when you consider, you know, you, you'll get more information and the length of the month. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Yeah, nice suggestion, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, I think you covered it all. I think Andy's points for it is a brilliant point. Um, if obviously if you've got a good team, you don't need to move anybody out. Just sit and see who goes through in the cups, yeah. yeah. And then, then you can pivot. Yeah, my my note here was no injuries? Question mark. Leave. Yeah, it's a long month ahead. That, that's all I'd roll yeah. down. Um, Some teams could have up to ten games. That's yeah, that's massive, isn't it? That's huge, huge. Everything could change by then. Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah. Nice one for that, Andy. Uh, DT Patrick, I'm on a limited budget and itching to bring in a Liverpool defender. Is there any potential explosive enablers from midfielder up front you could recommend? So he's obviously looking for an enabler to probably bring in Trent, Robbo or VVD. Um, James? Tricky one, that. Um, there is a bit, obviously, with think we've mentioned earlier, there's, there's a bit of a template form now. <laughs> I think... In midfield, someone like Diaz could could really kick on. I mean, he started well, but he's got the potential to explode, I think. Um, and up front, Havertz is playing well. Um, he's also, you know, he's the main the main number nine at Chelsea, it would seem now. So that's the two I had written down. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I had those two. Um, Madison was 4.2. I know he's probably going to be... Uh, Ben, sorry for stealing your thunder there, Ben. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, she's 4.4, but 
and like I say, for a, you know, for an absolute enabler, mm. Kulazewski, you know, he hasn't got as many fixtures, but he's likely to start most of them. He's incredibly cheap. Um, Man United have have quite a decent month fixture wise, actually. Um, I think they got Leicester and Norwich in the next three games. Um, so you know, if again, I think Sancho is still quite cheap, maybe. Um, Probably wouldn't be looking outside of of those. Maybe Arsenal with Saka, um, maybe Martinelli at front. If you're absolutely desperate for funds, I think he's still like mega cheap, isn't he? But two point one million though. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just so hard to look outside of those top three, you know, three or four teams, just because of pure fixture volume. You know, you know, you you know they're gonna. Just scores so many points, and as you say, he's yeah. kind of forcing it otherwise, isn't it? <clears throat> no love for West Ham tonight at all. They've got um, extra fixtures this month. Any 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 thoughts, boys, on West Ham players? Won't we'll be bringing Antonio in, that's for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, uh... He ruined my season, well, he did. Yeah. Him and Lukaku on that FA Cup weekend ruined my bloody season. <laughs> yeah. I suppose Bowen could be back soon. I don't know. I haven't heard an injury update, but. I guess that with with West Ham's extra fixtures, then if Bowen yeah. was back, he could be an option, couldn't he? He could. Twenty five percent chance of returning on the second. Right. But he'll be back this month, though I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm personally not looking at West Ham because they've they've got. Well, they've got 10 games left in the season, the Premier League season, no rearranged games to go. And then they've got the European games as well. So, 12, 12 guaranteed games. But who would you pick? There's so many options that are not like explosive, really, are they? They're all rotating at yeah. the minute. Yeah. Even like Yarmolenko was coming off the bench scoring the other week and he still didn't get a start at the weekend. Yeah. I was surprised he didn't get a start. You'd be yeah, better so. off just going, going, putting Bernardo Silver in. So yeah, well, at least three point seven million, isn't he? Yeah. So great, great pick. Um, you you pretty covered, pretty much covered all the ones on my list. Um, only ones that I've stuck down there just as just as as a point as Jorginho's three point one million. Mm. With these important games coming up, I can see him starting, and he's on penalties. And Chelsea seem to get a lot of penalties. They do. And then he's got the, the star man potential as well. Yeah, like uh, and Tillemans is 2.9 million. I wouldn't be buying him myself, but he's on penalties at the moment while Vardy's injured. And um, he's got the star man potential as well. But like you say, there's other there's better options. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I have Martin Elliott down at 2.1 million, six games, possibly seven. Yeah. Uh, and he's one of the bigger sides do get knocked out of Europe. It, it does bring their games around. More or less to where they're at. Mm. Um, Diaz obviously a three point one, and Kulazeski who's had a, a smashing start at Spurs, but again he's not got a fixture. The fixture count, which probably goes off. It. Grealish is only at three point nine million. I mean, he's been getting a bit of game time, hasn't he? Not bad. Yeah. Um, he's worth a nod, um, but I think I've had him in maybe a couple of my teams this year, and I seem to have got him at the wrong time each time. So he's not somebody I'd probably. Want to go go near, but um, yeah, I mean the Havertz at four point one million. I think it's still yeah. a bit bit of a differential yeah, there, and 
he's got the fixture count. He's, he seems to have the um, the nailed on position at the minute. Um, could, could score a hatful. Right, uh, can I sneak another one in too, Patrick? Um, Sixty-three points ahead of his rival. We've only got four players the same. Only ten transfers remaining in the game. Is it now the time to bring in a couple of blockers, James? Um, it's possible. Well, no, I don't. If 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 that's your main focus, and you you know, I believe he's got one main rival. Um, I I don't think there's. I I would look at their team, and I think I've said this before. Is there somebody in that team you really fear? Um, and if that, if if and if he's a good, if you think he's a good player, and you and every time he plays, you think, oh god, I hope he didn't score. Yeah. Then I got no, I would have no objections to you bringing that player or one him and another as a blocker. I think I think that could be a smart move. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I totally agree with you. I've got down here exactly the same thing. Block the ones that worry you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, try and try and keep your transfers obviously because ten transfers are precious now at the end of the season. Yeah, but if there's one one player in there that you're really worried about, block him. But try try and keep him and see what he does. Yeah, monitor, monitor his team. If he that's very important, that there. It's yeah, exactly what I would touch on is that probably go back to what what we were discussing about. Uh, spunking transfers early is that mm. depending on his position behind you, he might be one that's going to go gung ho, and yeah. he might these players that you might try and block, he might be getting rid of to go differential because he might just go for it uh, yeah. early on in this month. Mm. So just hold back, hold back just for the first few weeks. That's probably the most sensible thing to do in your position, mm. um, and then obviously with with you once you know where we're at after the. Uh, the Champions League games and and the cup game, um, then then uh, then look at blocking because he'll have made his transfers by then. I guess if he's chasing, yeah. Mm. If you Fergie, if you were chasing, so you sat second in the main league now. Like you say, you're eighty points behind. Are you making some early ones? Um, I think it depends on my team. If I, if I've got anyone obvious to kind of move out. I may do, but if I'm sat on a pretty decent team, I think I would. I'd probably wait. It's, it's cat and mouse, isn't it? And yeah, and that's the beauty is. of FF stuff is you can see how many transfers <laughs> they've used. Yeah. So I think I would, you know, to, to kind of answer the, you know, answer his question. If you haven't got De Bruyne, for example, I would get De Bruyne because he's going to probably start seven or eight out of the ten games. Yeah. Um, if you haven't got Trent and he, you know and he's fit. If you haven't got, you know, all the real, real obvious ones, I yeah. get, I get them regardless because you're going to want them because they're the best players anyway. But it's cat and mouse. You're in front. You've got the advantage. Let him make mistakes. Let him show his hand first, and then you can just, you know, as I say, he he'll he'll probably end up doing something like taking out, I don't know, Sterling for someone. Um, and then Sterling will score a couple of goals and he'll panic and do another move and do another move. And in the meantime, yeah. you're just sat there with all your transfers in hand. If you've got a good team and you're happy, just leave it, you know, yeah. and, and just who blinks first, cat and mouse. And uh, yeah, just have the have the bigger balls at the end of it. Sit tight. 
Sit on those big balls, Patrick. <laughs> what a good seg- segue into the um, into the next team name, Tony. It is Gazzy's right arm uh, with ball bag seven. <laughs> uh, he's got one transfer left. Uh, he's thinking of tink- tinkering back to City, Liverpool, ten and plus Kane mid April for the rest of the season. Your thoughts? Welcome, ball bag seven. Um, his team is Allison, Trent, Robbo, Cancelo, Rudiger. De Bruyne, Mares, Mount, Salah, Kane, and Havertz. Nice, nice. Um, what do you reckon, James? Well, it's another one of these teams that's well set up. No, no obvious uh, holes in there. I mean, like I was sort of saying earlier, if if you think Liverpool are going to have a better month than Chelsea, you you could use that last transfer to do Rudiger to Matip. Um, if you think Mount, if you think the City mids are going to do better than Chelsea, then you might you could um, you could switch Mount Mount out. Um, but again, you know these are sideways moves. It's difficult to say how the how April's going to pan out. Um, I think I think you've you, you could either burn it like we said advised earlier with some with one of the other teams, or um, or you can. You can go right. I'm going to go go. I'm going to go in on uh, on Liverpool or City and uh, move remove a or Mount for somebody. But uh, it's it's a good team. No, it's a good side. Scores. It's a good side. Fergie. Yeah, probably burn, either burn or you know, you know the only two I say weak links in there, but the the two I would even consider getting rid of which I probably wouldn't are probably Mount and Kane but then Mount has two fixtures Kane has Newcastle <laughs> leave it I would I'd personally burn leave it for a week or two maybe do Kane to uh, you know um, well you can afford anyone there can't you you can afford any, yeah. any mid you can go Foden you can go Sterling you can go Mane you can go you know you, you could go like an example is you could go to Diaz j- just an example to free up a lot of funds, you know, you could use your transfer for that. So you go into the next month with eleven players who play twice every game week, plus whatever four million in the bank. You could do that, but i i probably i'd probably burn if that was my team. I think if you're yeah. in a good position, if you're chasing, I would probably, I would probably, if you're chasing, take out Kane and do that move personally, just to try and maximise your gains. Yeah. Yeah. Ben? Yeah, I agree with Fergie. Yeah, 100%. If, if it's such a good team. Like, you could burn it but if you're top of your group, if top of your league. But, yeah, Kane, you can gain the 6-3 to three over Kane with somebody else. So, from City, Chelsea, Liverpool, even and get a few mil in the bank as well, right? Which is yeah. which is nice of flexibility. It means you can up, you you can upgrade someone. I don't know, Rudiger really to Reese James or something, yeah. you know, really easily, or or something along those lines later on. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Well covered, chaps. Good team that there. It is excellent Good team. team. Um, right, uh, we've got we've got, we've got three questions here, and they're, they're pretty much pretty much the same. We've got Matt Woolley. Um, who is actually still sat in number one. Number one. Number one uh, currently. 
Uh, is he going to take your crown, Fergie? Looks like. It looks like. <laughs> He's having a great season. Keep it up, Matt. Um, his, his question is, should we hold Kane, given Liverpool and City have six games over his three in the next three weeks, as obviously has been touched on? Uh, Daniel Moody's also been on Twitter with Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea and Leicester might play 10 games in April. Spurs are currently due to play five. To Kane or not to Kane? That is the question. And Kayser Sozi, Leal has been on. Uh, I'm taking Kane out. He's, he's decided. Um, rank the best Kane alternatives. Assume everyone already has Salah, Yotta, Mane, Havertz, KDB, Sterling, Mahrez and Foden. Or would you rather keep Kane over any of those seven? So it's very much a... What we're doing with Harry Kane, it's probably going to be, it seems like going to be the biggest decision, especially early early April, and it could it could break a few sides because, as we know, he's got the massive potential. There'll be a lot of people that go with fixture volume, as we, mm. we love we love to play fixture volume, um, it's best best uh, route to points. But when it's Harry Kane, that might be the one that's going out mm. um, against Newcastle. It's a massive decision. Massive. Um, we'll go to you first, James. Mm. Well, I've been playing around with some with some stats for this one. Um, I was thinking, well, how can we sort of try and model, if you like? And when I say model, it's a very loosely termed model. Uh, so you see some of these guys on Twitter that are, you know are clearly proper full-on statisticians and have been working on models for for years um but i i just thought if we looked at the points per game um that um carrie kane is gets which is five he's averaging 5.7 points per game and if he plays five games um then that would equate to 28 and a half points so i thought well what if i modeled it so that some of these players, you know, some some of the Liverpool, City, and Chelsea players, well, they, they might have up to ten games if you if you go right to the end of the month. Um, what would it look like if I took their points per game and then obviously times it by the number of games? And then I thought, well, hang on a second, that's not necessarily re- that realistic. Mm. Um, so I've adjusted the number of games based on, you know, might just a random gut feel as how many I feel they might play. And um, and then I've put, I've done some tables. I've done an optimistic prediction where you've got the likes of Trent playing ten out nine games out of ten, for instance. And I've done a more conservative one where I've gone for you know me might be playing eight, only eight games. So I think we'll look at the conservative model because I think that's probably um, <laughs> probably probably more you know well who knows but <clears throat> you've got to base it on something. So. <clears throat> Based on the fact that Harry Kane, or oh, we think is going to play five games this month, he might have six, I believe, if they drop in another fixture. But we'll, we'll put that for side to aside for now. Um, and then I've picked some of the more popular potential replacements. I've, I've actually included defenders, midfielders, um, and some strikers, um, and I've extrapolated their points based on how many games I think they'll play. And I think, I don't know if Tony, you'll be able to put this as a graphic on the YouTube. I'll, I'll yeah, I saw it on Patreon, of course. But, I'll um, do it. Um, <clears throat> so if, you, if you're only playing three at the back, for instance, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold's prediction, even if he only plays eight out of 10 games and he maintains that 
Um, he, he's he actually at seven points per game. I, this is over the whole season. Uh, he'd be on 56 to to Harry Kane's 28. So that that's the most extreme example. Um, going down the list, you've got Cancelo with 46 points. Reese James potentially 44. Uh, Mara's at 34. And I've modelled Mara's at only playing six out of 10 games. Um, and then you've got close, very closely behind, you've got Kevin De Bruyne, 32 points. So there are, if you look at it like that, there's potential for other players to uh, score more than Harry Kane. But there's a good chance you've already got a lot of these players. Um, but if you don't have the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold, for instance, and that's, the, like I said, that's the most extreme example, um, I think you can get more points by taking out Harry Kane. But... Uh, it depends on your team makeup, mm-hmm. but I'll be sharing this, these projections and maybe tinkering with them a bit going forward. Um, <clears throat> it should be noted that um, I haven't taken into account some um, uh, current form or anything. This is based over the whole of the season. So someone like Kai Havertz appears actually below Kane, but as we've as we've heard, a lot of the guys on the on the pod tonight have said, you know, they think he's a good option for going forwards because he didn't play so much at the beginning yeah. half of the season. So points per game doesn't mean as much if you like. So if you're willing to sort of look through those things um, and take it, take it as it is. I mean, it's quite an interesting exercise, I think, to, to look at that. Definitely. Definitely. Make that fair again. Yeah. Ex- um, excellent model, James. Really, really good stuff. Um, I think that, I think the only thing to add in terms of what what may um, aid decision making on on kind of when to take out Kane as well. I've just had a had a quick look at the five weekends worth of of football when when Spurs are going to play, and you know, and this and this was massive for me at the end of last season. Is having a look at the order in which in which the teams play because obviously, if Spurs play first. You don't get to see who you know, you know who plays for Man City. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, you can't yeah. really do Kane to Mares because you don't know if Mares is you know, you know is going to play, for example. Whereas, yeah. so on the on the first week, straight away April the second, Man City uh, play before Spurs, so you can see the lineup for Man City. Uh, you can see, let's just say Mares. You know, even even if Mares doesn't play. On the weekend, he he will likely play midweek. But yeah. if someone plays on the weekend, they've also got a chance of playing midweek as well. I think so. You know, you can probably say 120 odd minutes or something potentially, or maybe even more. That only happens on the first week and on the fourth week. On the second, third, and fifth, Spurs play first. So that's it's just it's just something to bear in mind. I think because you're not going to want to make a blind transfer and take out Kane. For someone you don't even know who's going to start, so I, I think that's that's something I'd add. But uh, I, again, I, I I kind of hark back to to my earlier point that you know that that front seven or eight that um, that Lee has mentioned there would probably be my not far off my ideal front seven there, right? So he's put you know alongside Salah, uh, Jota, Mane, Havertz, KDB, Sterling, Maras, and Foden. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a lot of lot of goals there, and it's probably worth you know saying as well that if we are tossing up between you know if you look at Jota, Mane, Havertz, probably Sterling in particular, I think they're all roughly five million or less as well. So it does free yeah. up another 
two, two and a half million to plug into the rest of your team. So I think overall, if I'm defending, I'm probably leaving Kane for a week or two and get bit, you know a bit more information. But if I wasn't, I think it's it's a good gamble to you know to kind of go for. I think it's a good a good calculated gamble because you get the money out of it as well, which you can plug yeah. elsewhere. You, you know, you you can upgrade um, Bernardo Silva even to like Foden, for example, or you know, or you could up- upgrade. Like I say, Rudiger to Reese James, or you know, if you if you're stuck as I am with Kulazewski, you could upgrade Kulazewski to Havertz, or you know, kind of whatever you do. So I think I think it's worth a gal. And, and James' analysis backs backs that up. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Like we said before in the pod, if you're chasing, I think I think Lee is chasing this year because Lee's the uh, current drinking tonic mini league champion from last season. Um, and he, he he has said that he's been struggling this year, so um, I can see why he's thinking about doing that with the fixture count six to three. So yeah, it's a good idea for, if you're chasing like like we've covered all, all the way through the pod, basically. Yeah. So if you're chasing, take Kane out, get Mares in, or or Kevin De Bruyne, something like that. You're gonna you're gonna gain points. <clears throat> you're saying Definitely. rank them, but best of luck with that because they're all about as good as each other, right? In terms of yeah. in terms of potential, mm. it's so close. They've all got the potential this month, haven't they? I think I think you could separate them a little bit. Maybe is that KDB would play a lot more games than the others? I would guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, ha- maybe maybe Havertz is probably yeah. second into it, more nailed. Um, then Yotta Mane, they're going to share the Firmino's back now, isn't it? Firmino just yeah, just comes back from injury just to um just to make it a little bit more difficult for people with their Liverpool forwards and Mares, Ford, and Sterling. I mean, well, we know over the years that just is what it is, isn't it? You, it's a lottery. Um, one minute, but they're so destructive, or or they can be so destructive when they do play. This is the thing, you know. We made made a joke the other week, you know. We well, I say we made a joke, we were comparing Sterling and Mares, and then Sterling scored a hat trick the one week, and Mares scored a brace the next, even when they don't play. They just they're so powerful over a a period of three or four games that it it kind of matches the output of you know, of any other player, really, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, they're explosive. You because they're these teams make chances so often. Yeah. Even if they don't start the game and they're on the bench and they come on, they've still got a chance of scoring points. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's you, scary. You just, yeah. You, just leave them in there, don't you? I I found that when when last year I went for the Man City, um, you know, obviously the full block at one point they had like eight eight yeah. players in right, but Man City are a team the same as Liverpool to be fair who score lots of goals so. If they score in four or five nil, and you've got the vast majority of their forwards, you're going to have you're very likely going to have the goal scorer and the assister, yeah, for every goal. And if you can get yourself into that position, which obviously I managed to last year, every time Man City scored, I had the goal scorer and the assister. It's yeah. such a, it's such a, an amazing place to be. And City and Liverpool are head and shoulders above everyone else for that, aren't they? So by having those four 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 sorry four City mids. Maybe Havertz and two Liverpool forwards. You're covering off a lot of bases there. I think. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. If you had to rank one at number one, I'd go for KDB, but has Lena already got him in his side? I bet he has. I would guess so. Yeah. I'd hope so. Um, yeah, really good take on that. Um, enjoyed that. So choose three questions, guys. Um, Aman Tatler, next. Um, so Aman, I said he's got a slot for one City midfielder only. Which one? James. Well, do you know what? I would normally say Mares without question. Um, but having looked at the stats in preparation for this um, for this pod, um, I think it comes down to if if you think. Well, it's interesting. If when I was doing some of, sort of coming up with some of these models, if I put down um, KDB playing, um, I was going to say. If you think Mares is going to play like six six games, and you think KDB is going to going to play eight, then KDB edges it. But if you think KDB will only play seven and Mares six, then Mares edge, edges it. If you actually look at the points, um, if you take their points per game and extrapolate it with those number of games, it's actually really close. Um, so Mares's points per game is uh, six. 5.8 and KDB's is 4.7 but KDP probably play a few more games so it's actually really close um, if you push me I'd probably I'd probably go Mares because he's a little bit more explosive potentially I think hmm interesting one Jet Fergie uh, sorry yeah well I think I think De Bruyne is probably the best option but again it depends if you're you know, if you're chasing, because if you're chasing, De Bruyne is 80% owned in the top 1K, as an example. Mm. So it'd be hard for you to catch up there. Um, but if you're defending, he's perfect. If you're chasing, I would be tempted by, I think I go for Foden. He seems to be a bit of a dark, I think, he, I'm sure, I'm sure he, so he started the last maybe seven or eight league games on the spin. So he's clearly in favour. Um, he's only 30% owned in the top 1K. Um you know, obviously, we don't know what what kind of rank uh, some of the managers are, but again, if you're defending De Bruyne, if you're attacking, go for maybe Foden or, or Sterling's an outside pen, but I'd probably go for Foden. He seems one nailed at the moment. I think that'll be my answer. Yeah, um... yeah, uh, De Bruyne for me. If he's uh, looking for his first Man City midfielder, it's got to be De Bruyne because he just. He's the main man. He's plays most games now. Um, Six point eight points in his last five games. In his last three, he got ten point three points. And uh, like like Fergie said, with the uh, if you if you're looking for a differential Man City midfielder, I like Foden. But even Sterling's good. Like he's um, only owned by twenty eight point six percent of the top one k. And uh, yeah, uh, that's what do you think? I, I think you've got space for one, mm. and you, you're forcing me to choose one. I've got to choose KDB. Yeah, I can't, I can't look past just to see. He is a bit safe. It is a very safe option to say KDB. Um, that's why I was. We, I thought that's what you would say, James. <laughs> yeah, like, you uh, don't like the differential, the uh, 
the punty players, but yeah, Mares, he's explosive, isn't he? And he's somebody who can get you a hell of a lot of points, whether he's playing every game or not. But yeah, KDB for me. The Bruyne's shot up in price now, isn't he? He's like only point two behind Mares now. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some good performances all on the row. His price keeps rising now. Aaron Wade's been on with a very nice Champions League draw for Liverpool. Is it time to block up on Liverpool defenders? I already have Robbo and Trent. Thinking Alisson and Matic may need to come into my team now. I would lose Chalabar and Mendy in the process. Thoughts? Um, I think we've probably covered it, haven't we? Um, a lot with the the blocks. Obviously, if you're blocking up on Liverpool to defend, it'd be great. But if you're trying to make any ground up, Losing Chalabar Mendy, they're probably losing your differentials. Um, your, your differences that might make, help you make ground. But what do you reckon, James? Well, it, if you pushed me, I would say I, pref- I do slightly prefer Liverpool's fixtures to Chelsea, only because mm. Chelsea are, have got Real Madrid. Um, um, Chalabar is a bit more of a rotation risk, I think, um, than... Uh, who is he going to bring in? Matip. Um, yeah. I think Matip will play more games than Chalaba. Um, and I think Liverpool will probably just about keep more clean sheets than than Chelsea. So I don't think they're terrible moves. Um, but uh, yeah, like we said, it, means it could just be end up being a sideways move. It might be worth wait, wait hanging fire and seeing how things pan out. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I think with. Shalabar, he's, you know, I know, he, I know, he's in, he's out with the team, but, you know, I th- I th- you know, agree with James. Probably fair to say that Liverpool defender will probably get more minutes. Um, I think Alisson to Mendy probably, probably leave that for a couple of weeks and see how it pans out with the cups. Personally, but I'd probably make the one move and leave the other. Is what I do. I think. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, I'd just uh, sit and wait to see who starts on the weekend. And if you if you really want to get rid of Chalabar, move to Matip, go for it. But um, Chalabar's, Chalabar's all right. I, I think he got rested in the FA Cup, but he's been playing in the league. Scored a goal of the week as well, didn't he? And he's cheap, so I don't mind him. I'd keep him in if if he starts again. Yeah, I'm 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 still banging the Chelsea train drum now. Yeah. I'm still going down that route and hoping that might help me gain a bit of ground, gain a bit of rank. So I can see Chelsea holding a few clean sheets over these fixtures. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just so defensive. They right? are. They're so yeah, solid. They're solid back. They? Yeah. Especially against the top sides. Agree. Yeah. We've got Real Jig now. In the Champions League, I could see them beating them. Knocked them out last year as well, didn't they? I fancy Chelsea against Real Madrid. I, I mean, you say they got a double against Real Madrid, but then Liverpool have a double against City, and City have a double against Liverpool. Like, yeah, I, I think City and Liverpool have the. That's the trickier double. Mm. Um, I think Chelsea, Real Madrid. Yeah, we've got the best league in the world, haven't we? I said, I said about the draws. Who should the English teams really not fancy playing? Apart from possibly Bayern. Mm. Other than Bayern, not much out there, is it? 
We'll uh, see. Have you seen? Have you seen who who they get if they go through as well? So uh, Liverpool avoid the other two English teams if they all qualify. Mm. It's favourable. We were lucky to get that side of the draw, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Could yeah, be Liverpool's yeah. year again. I hope so. Quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> Could that be? I doubt that. Right, that's it for the questions. Uh, we've got some talking points we've not touched on in the questions. And I've got how I hear Wales. Yeah, we'll for Wales, have we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a cracking result. Um, I wanted to ask Fergie, uh, what do you think about um, Wales playing at the uh, Cardiff City Stadium? And obviously this is a big qualifier and it's like a final, isn't it? I was wondering, what do you th- what's your thoughts on them playing at the... Um, the old Millennium Stadium, Principality Stadium, for the final. Yeah, so it's a really good question. I think that I've been to both. You know, I supported Wales for for a, you know long time over the years. Back to you know, um, I don't want to show my age too much. I won't go that far back, <laughs> but definitely kind of you know Robert Earnshaw sort sort of days and things. Um, you know, playing in the um, you know watching matches in the older stadium and the new stadium. I think at the moment that Wales have a massive home advantage playing at Cardiff because mm-hmm. they've played all their games there the, you know, the last few years. I think they've, um, you know, obviously the, the capacity is, is much, much smaller, but it is it mm-hmm. is their home, you know, their home ground now. They turn it into a real cauldron. I'm sure, I'm sure that, you know, the Millennium Stadium, or, um, sorry, the Principality would be, would be a good atmosphere, but yeah, they've they've got their own imprint now in that Cardiff Stadium. So mm-hmm. even though you know it'd be great to have more fans for both the fans and for the team, I think they've probably just got a slightly better chance. You know, if they can recreate that atmosphere that they just had against Austria, I think it gives them you know just more of an advantage. So yeah. I would just say if it's not broke, don't fix it. And uh, yeah, definitely. as long as they win, that's. That's all that matters. And then we can yeah. all go off to Qatar. No, we can't. We can't afford it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, get, get, to, uh, get to a World Cup. It would be yeah. absolutely, absolutely incredible. First Another. first World Cup since uh, 1958. Wow. If they get yeah. there. It was in Sweden, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Flipping <laughs> it. You, te- you tested my trivia there. Jeez. You got knocked out by Wales. Uh, not got it. What? <laughs> you got knocked out by Brazil. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've got fond memories of the uh, Millennium Stadium as a Rovers fan. Yeah. Beating Spurs 2 1 there. Yeah, in the Carling Cup final. Yeah. Worthington Cup it was back then. Yeah. The Worthington Cup. Matt Janssen and Andy Cole on the, on the score sheet that day. 2001, 2001, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Spurs, Spurs won it. Beat Leicester, actually. Uh, was it Leicester? No, no, beat. They won it in ninety seven or ninety eight. Alan Neal. No, ninety nine. You beat Leicester, but in two thousand one, you lost to Blackburn. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then won it in two thousand and eight against Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Well, Woodgate scored. Woodgate header in two thousand Yeah, yeah. I remember that uh, Tottenham Leicester game because uh, he scored in the last minute. You had ten men. Um, yeah. N- Nielsen scored. Alan Nielsen, eighty-eighth minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But ju- just just on Wales, you know, Gareth Bale is just uh, something else. That that first goal, I mean, flipping out, yeah. it was absolutely insane. You couldn't, you wouldn't see a better a better strike. 
um, you know, around. He was just absolutely, absolutely incredible. And uh, he's taken a lot of stick. But for me, you know, um, especially in the Euros, you know, the last um, couple of Euros, mm-hmm. he, he, he's given me and my kids and, and my friends like memories that we will never, ever forget, you know, him and that Wales team. Because we're very fortunate lived in this era where, where Wales have actually been pretty decent. And I think in yeah. 2060, Wales were actually ranked above England for a, for a few months as well. I think mm. Wales were ninth and England were 10th or something ridiculous like that. And, mm. and that without Bale would never have, you know, we, we'd still be in the doldrums that we have been for, you know, for years and years. But, um, you know, he, he and, and Ramsey and, and everyone else have really given us something. Give my, you know, say my, 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 my kids are spoiled because, they think Wales are actually a decent team, you know, because they've only known them, you know, <laughs> being <laughs> qualifying for major tournaments, you know, and getting to semi-finals and all this sort of thing. So they, I need to temper their expectations a little bit. But he's an absolute, absolute superstar and world world class talent, no matter what anyone says. Such a such a shame he's sat on the bench for so long in his career. It's ridiculous, mate. It's an absolute farce. Absolute yeah. farce. He is such a talented player. Um. Yeah, but well, then can't go back in time, can you? I think if uh, he did go back in time, do you reckon he'd go to Real Madrid? Yeah, I think he's good for the money. Well, if he was going to win the Champions goal, League, it's all right, isn't he's, it? Yeah, he's won. He's won a couple of Champions Leagues, haven't he? And however many, you know, uh, oh, leagues he, he, he was here for the decima and all this stuff. Um, it's just, the over it's just kick and all that. Yeah, it's just yeah. a shame it's ended up how it has, but he's he certainly had his moments there, I think. I was gutted when he left because I was convinced he wouldn't, but yeah, because that was the season for Spurs where he was just unreal. unreal. He was scoring yeah. 25 yarders every, you know, every other game. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, he was unplayable at times, wasn't he? Yeah. You couldn't stop him. No, no, because he would just pick, even in the East... He, he scored a goal against West Ham. I think it was, I think it yeah. was three-two, where he was about thirty yards out with the last kick of the game, and he screamed at the midfield next to him, just like you can see him saying, "Like, give me the ball, give me the ball." Last yeah. minute of the game, picked up thirty yards out and popped in the top corner. Yeah. And like, there's not, there's not many players can have got that that confidence or you know or ability, and he had yeah. both just to be like that. Give me the ball. Banged it in three points. Un- unbelievable. Top man. Right. Let's just have a quick run through the uh, Dream Team Tonic uh, Cash League. We've got obviously two months to go now. Uh, let's get into the business end. And I think this is probably the first time ever all four of us have been sat in the top 10. Yes, so I think it's quite a feat that <laughs> for all yeah. of us to be there. Um, it's, tight. it's tight though, isn't it? I mean, there's seven points between sixth and tenth, and then between between fifth and tenth, there's eleven points. I mean, it doesn't get much tighter than that. No, this is more exciting than the Premier League. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's just have a quick run through. In tenth, Ben. Get uh, in. You there, mate? In ninth, we've got Kerry Jones. In eighth, James Fricker. Come on. In seventh, it's me, Tony. In sixth. Fergie, in fifth, Michael White, in fourth, Dan Sherwood, in third, Heath Robson, in second, Steve Legg, and 
top of the shop with a 20 point lead is Alex Cole um, obviously still a long way to go but uh, it's been a lot to and fro in hopefully we can all finish in the in the cash cash places and get those prizes sent out obviously anyone still think they can win that trophy looking grim now isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think it's between the top three or four there? 100 points for me. Yeah, it's a big ask. Get on that yeah. Chelsea train, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because right. you, you even Double. look at that and um, Kerry in ninth scored 35 points. Alex in first scored 43. But then uh, James scored 66. So even in that one pretty mediocre game week James made 23 points on the leader so it just proves that you know we yeah. talk about 50, 60, yeah. 70 points you've made 23 points there in a heartbeat you know with, yeah. with, with probably not 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 being aggressive you can you can organically yeah. make a lot of points can't you if you just play yeah. pl- you know play sensibly you don't have to yeah. attack all the time do you yeah definitely definitely right Onto another league, the differential league. Um, the updates in. Um, this is how it's looking for this week. Uh, after last month at March, the community got 15 points with James, which he, I think he got in the first game, game of the month, which probably lucky that injury happened. Otherwise, they would have been, I think, quite a way clear, um, even further clear than what they are. Uh, so the, the community sat on 196 points. Fergie, you had John Stones. Great little pick that. 16 points. Uh, only a short one. So 153 points you there in second. Um, I had Diaz at Liverpool. He only got me eight points. That leaves me on 137 points. Ben, you had Ziyech. Could have been a whole lot more for Ziyech. He threatened, threatened again. Seven points for rotation, you. Rotation, rotation. Yeah, and then playing wing back as well, which yeah, isn't helping his cause. But he's still swimming balls into the box are unreal. Like yeah. I, I always think like Alan Shearer, he'd have been all he'd have loved them, or Harry Kane, he'd love to cross to himself, wouldn't he, Harry Kane? Um, <laughs> hundred twenty four points for you, Ben. And James, you had Foden, got you fourteen points, decent little return, really. Not bad, um, yeah. Brings you into. Triple figures now, so you're up there on 107 points. Um, the community's choice for April has been voted on tonight on Twitter, and they've gone for Havertz. Um, nice pick. So, so we'll get our picks out um, before Friday, um, and we'll see if we can try and chase down the community. There's 43. 43 points there, Fergie. Need to try and catch him up there. Um, I've had last pick for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, but then there's no excuse for Van Der Beek in, the, in February. Uh, <laughs> hang, on, hang on a minute, Tony. If we're going uh, to play that game, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can look back. Oh, I'm God. sure I was like... La- what was your pick? Lacazette minus oh, one. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Go back even further. And There's a Zaha further down in this. 
Yeah. I don't know how pissed Under I was. Pete was a bit of a, a, a <laughs> bit of a, a bit of a punt to say the least. Um, yeah, it, it it might have paid off, but Everton have been fucking awful. <laughs> They've been absolutely <laughs> awful, haven't they? Uh, yeah. Um, he was just right. trying to give us a chance, I think. <laughs> yeah, make it more interesting. Um, right, the Patreon Cup, obviously still rolling on. Uh, we've had two game weeks so far. We're into the third game week will be this. Uh, this one, the third ra- uh, match of the the group stage. It's a game week 30. Um, we had a run through. We had a run through the... Um, the group stage tables in the last last pod. Are, are you all are you all happy with your start, James? Are you happy with your start, mate? Well, I, I got pipped in the first group game, and um, and then I won the second one against Steve Cheek quite comfortably. So um, done all right so far. I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping to get to qu- go through and qualify. Yeah, Fergie. Yeah, I feel a bit hard done by to be honest because I've. I had 128 goals for, and I've Where's won one and lost one. And then <laughs> Alex Newton with a team called Suck My Cock <laughs> has only scored 48 points, and he's won both his games. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, happy, happy, hoping to, hoping to progress. All that. Ben, yeah, I'm happy with my start. Top of the top of the top of the league at the moment. Uh, playing Dean next this weekend, uh, Leicester derby. Oh, top versus bottom that as well. Dean needs yeah. to pull some out of the bag there. Um, he, he needs to uh, get some points on the board. He's he's in the uh, top five with me in the uh, Leicester fan league as Is well. He? Yeah. Happy days for the Leicester derby then. Um, I've got Dan Cox this week. So, two heavyweights. Oh no, sorry, no, sorry. I beat Dan Cox this this week. Gone. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dan. Um, yeah, I've, uh, um, I think it's a, a top of the table clash for me with Steve Broughton. Um, so both on sound six points. Um, we always uh, keep an eye out for Lee Hooper. Um, and we thought this was going to be his time. He was drawn in the group, group of death. With the uh, current number one in his, his group, uh, last year's winner Fergie in his group, um, and he is currently below. by that, that, that can't last though. He can't be beaten by by. That is not possible. It is impossible because <laughs> by will not get any points. Lee, so don't worry, you won't finish bottom of the group, mate. But um, if you got this week, uh, just a quick, quick. Where are you? Uh, you got Patrick Bryson this week, so a win this week, Lee, and uh, you could see yourself through as a, a third place qualifier, hopefully. But all all fun. Um, be interesting to see uh, once everyone's qualified and we get get through to the knockout stages, um, and the banter gets ramped up. But yeah, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's not been without. Um, it's not been without its uh, mishaps tonight. <laughs> Ben's had a power cut and all sorts. Um, <laughs> I, love that, I love the definition of a power cut as well. <laughs> he, did, he did plug his charger in. 
Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a good laugh uh, as ever for Giannis. So thanks very much, mate, for for coming on for these uh, transfer specials once a month. It's been an absolute pleasure this season, and we've probably got we've got one more, two more with you. One more, uh, probably one more. Looking ahead to May, is it? Yeah, guess. one more, yeah. and hopefully we have you on at the end of the season and at some yeah. point just to uh, tidy everything up and and have a look and a bit of a cool down. Um, but we'll sort that out. Uh, cheers, Ben. Cheers, James. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Pleasure as ever. Uh, and thanks, everyone, for your support. Um, keep on listening. Cheers. <laughs>